I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. I make it cute, we make good food, and cocktails too, I'm here for you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back and listening for yet another episode. So I am actually really excited to do this episode. I debated a lot about how I was going to structure this episode, but I realized I just kind of have to like bite the bullet and kind of get into it. So if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that I mentioned that my Spotify rap came out. I was thinking about doing an episode on it. And you know what? We decided let's do an episode on it. It is now the time again every year where social media platforms, including Spotify, release your stats so that you can see how quirky you were or how underground you were or how mainstream you were or how like much you listened or how diverse you were. I only wish that they would show you how you compare to other users of Spotify. That is my big grievance, but I do love seeing my own stats. Instagram top nine, where are you at? I wanted to include you, but it's fine. We have Spotify and we have music, and I much prefer to talk about that and to talk about my listening habits and share some of my favorite artists or favorite songs or anything like that with all of you. I think music holds a really memorable aspect of it where... You listen to songs and you have a memory associated with it. 
I know that anytime this is not going to be on this playlist, and that's why I'm mentioning it, anytime I hear Renegade, I think about actually about this time last year where I was just downloading TikTok. That was like the dance that everyone was doing. I didn't really know who Charlie D'Amelio was. I knew that she existed, but I didn't really know who she was as comfortable as I am with like TikTok now. I had not posted any content, like none, not a single video. I had an account. I maybe liked like five or six videos at that point. But every time I hear Renegade, I think about that. And the funny thing about it is since I learned the dance, I literally will start doing the Renegade. Um, So yeah, it's like, it's so cool how music has such a good and strong standpoint. Before I get into my Spotify rap, I'm going to actually name a couple other examples of songs that have just kind of have like influence on me. So I'm just disclosing this to the public and I am not ashamed. My favorite song of all time is a song from the 80s. You may have heard it. It's called Karma Chameleon by the Culture Club. And again, this song exhibits memories. I don't even know what I think about. I think about just like bunch of memories because the one thing that my best friends always will do is if I'm not feeling in a a happy mood or feeling the best or if I just need some cheering up or heck if I'm already in a really good mood and my mood needs to be even better they put on that song that song is like my kryptonite I will stop what I'm doing I will start singing I will start dancing I remember one time during busy season so I'm an accountant and at my work I have a season of the year called busy season where I'm super busy and I'm working like super late hours and long days and multiple days a week um it's coming up Oof, that's going to be fun. Anyways, um, I remember one time Karma Chameleon came on during busy season and I was just beaming and I was smiling and I was dancing and I look up and my manager is sitting like diagonal from me and he's just smiling at me. And then I take off my earbuds and he's like, what are you listening to? Why are you so happy? It's the middle of busy season. And I was just like, it's my favorite song of all time. What can I say? This song gets me hype. It gets me absolutely hype. I love that song. And then another song that unfortunately will not be on this playlist, but if you're talking to me about my Spotify wrapped in 2016, I'm pretty sure it was top 20 or top 10. And that's Damn It by Blink-182. I always went to this theme park near my house when I was growing up. Um, It was called Kennywood for all my Pittsburgh people or people who've ever visited Kennywood or people who've visited Pittsburgh. Um, next time you go in for a Steelers or a Penguins game, or not the Pirates, you're not going to Pittsburgh for the Pirates, but next time you go to Pittsburgh, if you ever have the displeasure of going there, Kennywood is a diamond in the rough. I love Kennywood. We would always have season tickets and always go, and it was just the best time. And I remember there was this ride, and I feel like most amusement parks have it. It's like this whip around ride, you know, where the biggest rider got to ride on the outside because the smallest rider is going to smash into the biggest rider whenever like you're whipping around. I would always go on with my little sister and all that. And um, damn it, would always be playing on that. Every time I would go, I don't know why. I guess I just always pick the right time. So I just think about theme parks and like arcades and just riding and just like having so much fun with my friends because it's an amusement park, but it's not super big. So you can get through most of the rides during the day. And like you, you just make so many good memories at amusement parks in general. Uh, some people had Disney growing up. I mean, I went to Disney a couple of times, but I had Kennywood and 
to this day, it's still one of my favorite places on this planet just because of the fun and the food and the fries. And I was debating what I wanted the recipe for this episode to be. And the reason why I wanted to include these couple songs is because Kennywood had the best bacon cheddar fries. They were absolutely amazing. And I cannot express how much I love them. So obviously I can't go to Kennywood for those fries and I'm not even going to attempt to recreate them, but we're going to make bacon cheddar fries. But what we're going to do is we're going to make it in the air fryer and it's going to be so good. I'm going to give you all the techniques that you need to know to make really good fries and air fry them. And then we're going to make a super easy cheese sauce. This is always, I call this my cheat cheese sauce because it is such a cheat to make. Um, but it turns out really well every time. And then, you know, bacon is bacon. So you can cook your bacon however you want. Um, we're just going to need some cooked bacon. I think I have a TikTok up about how to make the perfect bacon. Um, if not, I know Cooking with Shree Rain on TikTok does. And um, her recipe is very similar to mine. We both make our bacon in the oven. So make sure you cook some bacon. Or if you're vegetarian, leave it out. And that's one less stuff for you to do. This recipe is really about the fries and the cheese um the bacon you can cook however you want you can buy pre-made bacon bits i'm not gonna stop talking about bacon i've i've been really focused on bacon for like the past minute so without further ado let's make some bacon cheese fries well i guess i have to be focused on bacon it's literally in the name anyways what you're gonna do is for fries i love using russet potatoes put those waxy potatoes away i don't want any red potatoes i don't want any golden potatoes. I want russet potatoes because I want them to be super fluffy inside of the fry. And what we're going to do is this is something they don't tell you. We're going to twice fry it. Yeah, I said that. We're going to fry it twice, two times, dose. So <laughs> that's another tip that we're going to do. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my mandolin because I want these slices relatively thin and uniform. So I'm going to use my mandolin, and then I'm going to cut into little shoestrings. We're making shoestring-esque type fries. Uh, they're not going to necessarily be shoestrings. Or if you want steak fries, make steak fries. Um, you can cut your potato after skinning it into planks, and then you can cut it into probably like a third of an inch, quarter of an inch, like thick logs. Um, you can do it however you want. But However you do it, as long as they look fry-shaped, that's great. And what you're going to do is you're going to soak them in water for about 20 to 25 minutes. So starch is going to be released. The water is going to look super cloudy. And starch is no good for a fry. You want this crisp fry. Starch is sometimes good for a mashed potato. Um, it's good for like a stew if you're making like beef stew or something. Um, the starch from the potatoes is really nice in that. But I don't want starch on my fries. I want crunchy, crispy, yummy fries. So no starch here. And then you're going to rinse them again. And then you are going to go ahead and spray them with your favorite oil. Um, this is after you drain the water, of course. So, you know, drain them, rinse them, drain them. Spray with your favorite oil, or you could just toss it in a little bit of oil. You're going to want to oil with a decent smoke point. So you can use avocado oil. You can use coconut oil. I'm using sunflower oil. You can use whatever type of oil you want, as long as it's like, honestly, like whenever people say high smoke point oil, they're 
essentially referring to please don't use olive oil not for this recipe you can use olive oil in a lot of things but when you're frying unless you're making like a chicken cutlet like any other oil will be superior and olive oil is expensive so you don't want to use an expensive oil just to fry something you know what i mean you know what i mean can i get an amen yep thank you anyways so you're going to put them in your air fryer and the first time we just want to cook the potato so we're going to cook it at about 325 for about five to six minutes and you're going to be like well they're still kind of raw no well yes but no would you want to eat them right then absolutely not But what's happening is the inside is cooking at a lower temperature. So then when you put it in and get that really beautiful golden crust, you won't have a raw inside. How amazing is that, right? Science, temperature, heat. Let's talk about it. Take them out. Let them hang out outside the fryer for a little bit. You can put them in the fridge. You can just like chill on to them. Um, I don't really care what you do, I mean, I, of course, care what you do. I care about you deeply. But um, with these fries, you can do whatever your heart desires. Um, And then what you're going to do is put them back in your air fryer. um, Raise the temperature to about 375, uh, anywhere between 375 to 385. All air fryers I've learned are different. And honestly, like a true 300 to 350 to 375, it's not the same across your air fryer. You know your air fryer. So you may have to experiment with this once or twice. But you know what happens? You get happy little mistakes and you get happy little fries and your stomach's happy. And yeah, like experiment with that. Um, Then you're going to put that in at about 375 for another three to four minutes. And that's just going to crisp up the outside of the skin. So you have a perfectly cooked fry. As soon as they get out, immediately sprinkle them with kosher salt. Um, I would not use iodized salt. It's way too salty for me. But it is up to you um, if you need that um, chemical in your body. I am totally blinking. But if you need that in your body go ahead to use that. But um, I would just suggest using kosher salt. Um, And then what we're going to do is we're going to get started on our cheese sauce. As promised, we're going to go ahead in a small saucepan. We're going to get some heavy cream going and we're just going to get that warming up. And this is the one time that I'm not going to grate my own cheese. And there's a reason behind this. So remember how we were just talking about starch? A lot of stores, in order to make the cheese anti-clump, use an anti-clumping agent in the bag of cheese. Typically, that anti-clumping agent is potato starch. Look at us. We came round, We came full circle. I love that for us. But we're going to need that starch to avoid having to make a roux. This cheese sauce is literally two ingredients. It is heavy cream, and it is cheese, and... Here's the thing. I'm not saying this cheese sauce lasts long by any means. Like, it's not going to stay super, like, creamy and saucy forever. But when you get it on those fries, if you're not devouring those fries right then and there, I'm scared of you. And we have a problem. Um, I don't know anyone who could just let cheese fries sit in front of them. Like, not me. Couldn't be me. Regardless. Um, you're going to go ahead and add in your cheese and you're going to just like season it lightly with salt, get some pepper in there, a little paprika for color. It'll make the cheese look a little bit more orange. And then also you can season the cheese sauce with whatever you want. 
I really like just the flavor of the cheese sauce and we have some bacon having so I think that's good for me I'm just gonna mix it up with a whisk or a rubber spatula until it's homogenous and then I'm going to assemble I'm gonna get a nice little plate a nice little basket if you have one um and I'm going to place my fries down add my cheese sauce add my crumbled bacon and then I'm going to devour it um thankfully I'm not eating it right this second or else you would literally hear me like going to town eating on these fries like I I would not be able to stop myself oh my goodness we don't want to think about that anyways so (laughs) I know that we were talking about Spotify wrapped or we were going to start talking about Spotify wrapped so let's get into this episode let's talk about my Spotify wrapped um I'm going to pull it up and if you have your Spotify wrap, maybe we can be like twinsies and compare. So I just opened it up and I'm going to talk a little bit about what each plaque looks like. So it just starts out with the usual Spotify wrap screen. It says this may be the the longest year may not be over yet, but your wrapped is finally here. I'm so happy it is. I've already gone through these results. So unfortunately, this won't be my live reaction, but let's talk about this. So it's starting me off with a win. And it's saying that I discovered 846 new artists this year. Even in 2020, you still found ways to grow. 846 new artists. I honestly, I'm so confused on how I discovered that many artists. Because I feel like all I listened to was like Doja Cat and Ariana Grande. I feel like that was all I blasted this year. But then again, if we talk about my listening habits, which I don't want to allude to anything, but... I listen to a lot of TikTok songs. Um, so that teen beats playlist that Spotify has out usually was all the TikTok songs. So I'd put that on shuffle. And then also I'm like a closet metalhead. Yeah, deal with it. Um, so a lot of times, especially during busy season when I was working, I would listen to a lot of metal and I would just put on like the discover metal track or like metal hits or like new metal, not NU, but like n-e-w metal like actual like new metal um like new metal tracks (laughs) i know whenever they have a subcategory of metal that sounds like something that's saying that it is not old it's confusing but that's probably how i discovered 846 artists um so moving on to our next pain our next pain is looking like we're talking about genre lush which is like actually like what we were just talking about with me admitting that I'm like a metalhead. Um, you listened to 553 genres this year, including 130 new ones. Okay, I have no idea how I did that. And now it's showing me what my top genres were. So let's let's talk about this. Um, so it is saying that my number one genre was pop, which, yeah, I'm I love pop without a doubt admittedly like i said i blasted so much doja cat and ariana grande this year um in little mix it's disgusting but it's fine Uh, my second top genre was rock which is also not surprising because i'm sure i listened to (laughs) a lot of rock and inclusive of my metal listening i don't know if they would give me a subcategory um my third was rap I think all of that rap probably came from whatever they classify Doja Cat as or Nikki or occasionally Cardi or a lot of Megan. I know my Megan. Do you know your Megan? Anyways, four is adult standards. 
I do not know how this was my fourth top genre listening. It's probably because of all the John Mayer I listened to. Um, His Continuum album is one of my favorite albums of all time. And I'm pretty sure I listened to it front to back probably like 28 times this year. So I'm assuming he's classified as adult standards and that's why I'm there. And then indie pop, not a surprise. I listen to a lot of indie pop. Um, You know, I like indie music and I like indie pop and indie rock. Um, I'm into folk music as well. So yeah, not, not not too surprised on that uh, front for my music listening habits. Next, there's one song that helped me get it through it all. And my top song of the year was Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. So a little bit of history to why I bumped this song as much as I did and why I absolutely love it. So my roommate in college actually introduced me to Doja Cat with her song Moo. And then I introduced it to a bunch of my friends. So now whenever my friends think of like Doja Cat, they think of like me when I introduced her, introduced them to Moo. Um, Doja Cat, I've been kind of following her for probably like two to three years now. And I was so hype for um, the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, it was a Harley Quinn movie that came out back in, February and this was one of the lead singles off of that album and this song is so infectious I just remember I would bump it all the time and I'm pretty sure it's going to tell me how many times I listened to it and funny thing is my best friend we compared Spotify raps uh, like the day it came out and we both have the number one (laughs) I think Boss Bitch was both of our number one played songs it is just such a good song and I admittedly will continue to listen to that I it has not gotten old for me we all have songs that probably should have gotten old but they didn't and admittedly this one did not so Let's see how many times I played this song because I am pretty sure that's what it's going to tell me. Oh, wait, it's telling me the story of your 2020 with Boss Bitch. And then it has it. And my first stream of it was January 24th, which was the day it released. The day with most streams was January 24th because I was addicted. I remember playing it on my walk to work. So I walked to my first train, take the train in to World Trade Center, and then I take another train up to Grand Central whenever I work in the city. Obviously, January 24th was pre-corona, so don't come for me. I was still working in my office. But I remember playing that literally on repeat. Like, I had the Spotify, like, on repeat one, essentially. Like, where you have that repeating sign, but it's, like, a one and whatnot. So I just remember that day really well. And I'm not surprised that was the day that I had the most streams. Um, I was addicted. And my 100th stream of the song was on October 11th. I'm trying to remember if I knew what I was doing, but I don't, but I'm happy I listened to it then. And wait, I think it was supposed to tell me how many times I streamed it and I accidentally clicked away from it. So um, again, just a reminder, my first stream was January 24th, day with no streams, January 24th. And my hundredth stream of the song was October 11th. And the total streams I had of that song for the year was 105, which is not surprising. Um, So the next pain says that 2020 required like a backup songs to my number one song so these are my top five songs and i stand by these i listen to these songs a honestly i for lack of better words a shit ton um so my number one song again was boss bitch my second number one song (laughs) my second song was say so which i have a story behind that and actually 
that serves as inspiration for today. Um, the third song was Sway With Me by Sweetie Sawiti and uh, Galarxa Gal Xara. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but um, that song was also from the Birds of Prey soundtrack. Third song was, or fourth song was Diamonds by Megan The Stallion and Normani. I love Normani. Stan Normani for Hair Skin. Also off the Birds of Prey album. And then my fifth most played song was Sugar by Brockhampton, which is not surprised saying because I was hella depressed earlier this year. <laughs> I remember like I would be leaving my office at maybe like 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m and i'd be in the back of my uber and sometimes my uber drivers would try and talk to me but i just remember like there was a good occasion there was a good multiple occasions there was a very frequent occasion where i would put on sugar by Brockhampton, and i would just like cry in the back of my uber and i would just see the uber driver like kind of like eyeing me up in in the rear view mirror and i would just be like sniffling just listening to this song um because i was lonely and also i was working a lot and i was stressed so this song helped me get through some things honestly i might have to listen to it tonight um moving on you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast and however you shop we all know and love the thrill of the hunt But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling-medical-investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I'm going to come back to say so at some point. Just, uh, Just you wait. So... They give me a playlist of my top 100 songs from Spotify that I played. I'm sure that other songs are going to vary, like unreleased version of different artists' music that I would have to listen to on SoundCloud or YouTube. Um, And I had Apple Music for a short stint. I played one song on it. I hated it. Spotify is elite. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. It's the truth. Um, Moving on. It says, you're a good listener. Feel free to show this to your exes. Um... Hey, I'm a good listener. Thank you. Yes. So it says, guess my top podcast of the year. And I spent most time with my own podcast, usually quality checking myself just to make sure I didn't miss anything while editing. But um, my top podcasts were 
Um, make it cute by me, what you're listening to. Hi, how are you? This is like Inception, you know? The Dave Ramsey show. Um, I love Dave Ramsey. He is the best for like saving money and like budgeting and just all that jazz. The second, the third was the Body Pod by Elena and Justine. My friend Justine Snacks, who came on the show a couple weeks ago, she also had a podcast called The Body Pod, where she talked about kind of like body positivity and like eating disorders and just like all that kind of stuff. It, it's a really good pod. I know that they ended their first season. They may be coming back for a second. So give them a little bit of love if you can. And then my fourth most listened to podcast was Dunzo by Troy McGeady. He is also a part of this network that I'm in, uh, the Solid Listen Network, and his um, podcast is about celebrity relationships that you may have forgotten about. So um, give him a little like a little shout. So the next one is talking about your pioneer, and this is the slide that talks about a song that you may have listened to before it blew up. So. The song that I listened to before it blew up was a song called James. Um, and this song, James, is by this artist called um, Abigail Barlow. She, I found her from TikTok, and I was super hum- super pumped <laughs> for this song to drop. And I was just so hype. That's what I was trying to say whenever I said humped. Like, I was trying to say hyped. I was trying to say pumped, and I ended up saying a mixture. It's fine. We're, we're good. We got there in the end, but... Uh, this song was so good, and I just remember blasting that. I'm pretty sure it made my top 100 playlist for the amount of times that I played it. And also supporting smaller artists is just, like, a great thing. She's, like, not smaller, but she's not, like, massive. I'm excited to see, like, where she goes. Um, so, yeah. Then let's see what our next pain has in store for us. Our next pain is throwing it back. Since time wasn't real this real year you revisited some of your favorites which decade did i play the most the decade i probably played the most was the 2000s because i love britney i love beyonce i love pink um so and that was the right one and also i've listened to this but my top song from that decade was quite surprising to me and i think i listened to it a lot when i would go grocery shopping and that's why it was like literally my most played and it's amor gitano by beyonce and alejandro fernandez um it was off of her b-day extended album when she did some spanish songs this song was just so good um it has like a great kind of like latin spanish vibe to it give it a check if you haven't listened to it i'm a big beyonce stan everyone knows this so not surprised that was my most played song of that decade um i am slightly surprised that it wasn't toxic by britney spears and then It's asking who was by your side in 2020, and my artist of the year was none other than Ariana Grande. I, anytime she releases music, I listen very intently, and I listen on repeat. And whenever her Positions album came out, I listened to it a lot of times. Um, Apparently, that was my favorite song of hers. I'm pretty sure I listened to Thank You Next so much more this year but i guess maybe with positions having a single and also being on the album whenever the album would switch to album radio maybe positions was like the first song to come on and that's why it's so high but i spent 1883 minutes hanging out with ariana grande this year so thanks ari for that um enjoyed hanging out with you it was a fun time um i think you're my artist of the year maybe two years in a row now so 
congrats. <laughs> I listened to 2,249 artists this year, which is like kind of crazy to me. Um, but also completely makes sense. And my top artists were five people or five music <laughs> things that I mentioned earlier. First one was Ariana Grande, as we just established. The second one was Doja Cat. Third one was Little Mix. Fourth one was Beyonce. Fifth one was Megan Thee Stallion. I, I'm not surprised by this at all. Um, I'm not surprised. But funny enough... Doja Cat kind of inspired this cocktail for today's episode. So Doja Cat released an album either late last year or early this year called Hot Pink. And Say So and a bunch of other amazing songs, Cybersex and Rules and um, just a bunch of other amazing songs came off that album. So instead of dedicating an entire episode to that album like I probably could, I want to dedicate a cocktail to it. And of course, it's going to be pink and it is none other than a watermelon martini. Something just like kind of fun and fruity and funky and fresh and just delicious. So let me show you how to make it. So what you're going to do is you're going to take about two, two ounces of watermelon pucker and we're making this strong. This is very strong, but it's delicious. And you're also going to take two ounces of vodka, put that in your shaker and give it a nice shake with some ice. You're going to add in some lime juice and give it a second shake. I know weird, but I don't like the like little pulp from the lime juice getting in the first shake. So I put in the second shake and then you're going to strain that out. And then you're going to top that with some club soda to make it nice and bubbly. And then you can also just drizzle a little bit of grenadine down the side of the glass and that is a super easy cocktail i know that i usually spend a little bit more time explaining it but it's so good like it's so quick and i love that album um so that was like my little homage to um hot pink so to kind of wrap up this spotify wrapped episode ha, that was a play on words i didn't even do that intentionally um, we are getting a nice little visual of all the artists I listened to. And it said, thanks for spending all 67 months of 2020 with us. Wow. I can't read that as quickly. It said, read it, share it, wear it like a badge of honor. And then it tells me my final stats. So just to recap, my top artists were Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Little Mix, Beyonce, and Megan Thee Stallion. My top songs were Boss Bitch, Say So, Sway With Me. Um, diamonds and sugar. I listened to 28,078 <laughs> minutes of music. My top genre was pop. And that's my Spotify wrapped. And I guess that's a wrap. I, <laughs> I'm not that funny, I promise. Um, but I'm so happy that you're able to hang out with me and listen to my Spotify wrapped and just kind of go down memory lane with me. I think that the recipes that we talked about were just absolutely delicious, and I hope that you get to try them. Don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at MakeItCutePod, and follow me personally at Mileski, M-I-L-E-S-K-E-E, or Mileski2 on TikTok. Um, I'm not really on any other socials, so that's where you can find me. Um, but I'm just so happy that you have hung out with me for this long, and it's so hard to believe that we're nearing the end of the year. So stick it out. We only have about three weeks left and hopefully 2021 has 
better things to go. And with that, I bid you adieu, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.